Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're going to be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace well-being, mental health, culture, and performance. I'm going to be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page as well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. On this episode, we're going to talk about emotioneering empathy, understanding the emotions of others. Empathy is often misunderstood or not actually communicated by people. And we're going to explore a little bit as to why that is on the podcast today and have a look at some of the things that we can do to improve our empathy and our compassion. Empathy is really about understanding the emotions of others and putting ourselves in their shoes. Let's find out a little bit more. Empathy is a key part to our emotional intelligence. The challenge can often be that when we're faced with challenges or people talking to us about some emotional situations or things that are happening to them, that we can often jump to fix something. So we want to fix it rather than actually understand it. And I'll give you an example. Imagine the scenario. The wife is explaining that she has a headache and mourning that she has a headache. The husband responds with, just take some paracetamol. Just take some painkillers. It's fixing it, not necessarily empathizing with the situation. It would be, oh gosh, yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I know that feels like when I have a headache. Oh, come here, let me give you a hug, right? Empathy, compassion, it's a different situation. You could then follow it up with, have you taken any painkillers for it? But the compassion, the empathy wasn't there in the first scenario, right? When a boss phones an employee, for example, and just gets straight to the point and doesn't ask them how they are and how things are going for them, just, you know, gets their message across, gets what they need, and then that's it. It's not about fixing the situation. It's about understanding the situation. So, so that's first the, the first thing that we need to understand. And it's not about being cold or dismissive when people open up about their feelings and their emotions. Empathy can also be confused with sympathy. This happens quite a lot. And it's because they are close, but they are very, very, very different. So with empathy, it's really about understanding the situation and being able to visualize and feel the feelings for that person or that situation. So that's, that's being empathetic. Often we can find more empathy when someone's lost a loved one and we've lost a loved one too because we know what grief feels like. Sympathy is more when we have 
no clue really as to how somebody's feeling, but we know that it's a, a bad situation. So we may not have lost somebody close to us. We know that it's not great, but we don't understand the thoughts and feelings or the things that may be going through their mind. When you are more empathetic, you'll be able to behave differently or react differently. And you can reflect that little bit more on what that other person may need. It's not just about grief. It's about any, any sort of circumstance, right? Any circumstance that somebody else may be going through, if you can be empathetic and you understand it enough, then you may be a little bit more aware of how they could be feeling or you'll ask questions differently. If you're sympathetic, then you don't understand that situation. You may say the wrong things or actually you could actually have fear or feel uncomfortable because you don't know what to do in that situation and you don't know how to help. You want to help often, but you don't know what to do to help them feel better. And it can sometimes then be dismissive or you may say the wrong thing because it's an uncomfortable situation. Often people will tell you to see a counsellor or a coach that has gone through the same thing that you are going through, you're aiming to do because they can understand it. They understand the intricacies, the nuances of what is going on. And they've sat the other side. They've sat on both sides of the fence. And that means you can be more empathetic and you can be more compassionate with the people that you're working with. Actors and actresses or actors, as everybody um, prefers to be to be called, they will also be better at empathy because they can imagine and feel and they'll do research based on that particular character so they can often have much more empathetic ability so why is it important to harness our empathetic ability well it's really important because a lack of understanding can actually isolate a person that is feeling a certain way but the person that isn't that empathetic can also feel fear and they're anxious. They don't want to say the wrong thing. So two people can be feeling two very different things. And then it breaks down the communication and the support that is needed to help that person in that particular circumstance. What often can happen and why it's also really important to be empathetic is that therefore we know how to appropriately respond to that person rather than adding fuel to the fire you know people will say that phrase was it something I said yes often it is what you said because it wasn't empathetic to the person's circumstance or situation I mean there's some things that you're just not gonna know right I get it some people will crack a joke and they have no idea what just happened in that person's life and it, it causes a reaction that they weren't expecting I get that but if you're aware of the situation but you don't know how to respond, then research it, find out, do some homework around it to know how to help that person. It is, it is difficult and it can feel that you're walking on eggshells when you're not comfortable to do it. But if you get some help, get some research into harnessing your empathetic ability to understand that particular circumstance, whatever the circumstance may be, it's going to be different. There's going to be different nuances for each individual uh, situation. It's also important to be more empathetic because you will build better relationships with others. 
other people will turn to you for advice. And as long as they can trust you and they know that what they say to you is going to stay with you, then you will be that confident to them. You will be a long and loyal um, friend and an advisor. But if you're not able to be empathetic, then again, you're going to end up poking people in the eye or adding fuel to the fire, saying the wrong things. And it is possible to improve your level of empathy. Absolutely. Being empathetic is to be more helpful. You will naturally be much more helpful the more empathy that you have because you understand the situation. So therefore, your advice or the actions that you take are going to be much more impactful on the person that needs that help. Here's quite an interesting study on empathy. So Oxford ran a study on a group of people and they found that when they were taught a new task, that particular task was picked up quicker when it benefited that person. So the person picked it up the fastest if it actually benefited them. So then they run another test. And if a task benefited other people and not the individual that was given the task, the people who had the highest level of empathy figured it out first. So it can be said that based on this study, that people that are more empathetic work harder to help other people. Maya Angelou once said, I think we all have the ability for empathy. I just don't think we have the courage to display it. And I think that there's some truth in that. And it's because of my own experience that I can look back and reflect on that. I went through quite a difficult period in my life between the ages 16 to 18. I had extremely um, challenging psoriasis, which covered 90 to 95 percent of my body. Most of the time <clears throat> it was everywhere but my face. So I was able to hide it quite a lot. Um, and people encouraged me not to hide it. I was doing a course at the time and I had to go uh, and, and do a performance and they told me, oh, it'll be okay. It'll be absolutely fine. No one cares. It's okay. The challenge was that they did care and I ended up being bullied because of it. And I ended up feeling very isolated. And what that taught me <clears throat> was that people don't really understand you. And therefore it taught me to hide my emotions a lot more. So I came across then as being very objective because I'd been through that experience and I'd had uh, depression and anxiety and I hid away how I was feeling. And then years later, I'm in work and somebody said to me, you know, the thing is, Melissa, you're just not fluffy. You, you're great at what you do. You've got great energy, enthusiasm, and you connect with the people that you just naturally connect with. But the other people, they don't really connect you because you're just not flesh, fluffy. You're just a bit brash, a bit hard. And I get it. I get it now. It was because I didn't trust people with my vulnerability. I didn't trust them. I showed them how to do something, but I didn't want to share my life experience or get to know them on a deeper level. Everything was superficial, right? There was only some people that were allowed into the circle. Everything was very superficial. And if you look at who I am now, many people would be like, what? You're not fluffy, as, as they put it. And that doesn't mean everyone snowflakes. That's not what I mean. What I mean is that 
when we have that little bit of vulnerability, when we allow our guard down to show our level of empathy for somebody and we allow them the space to talk to us and tell us what is happening, then we build better relationships with people. And yeah, it's it's a beautiful skill and ability to be able to harness, to help other people because you do become more helpful from being more empathetic. And the stigma surrounding empathy and compassion is that it is seen as a weakness. And we call a lot of things to do with emotional intelligence, soft skills, which doesn't make it sound great. Ah, I really can't stand the phrase. At the same time, I also know how much super skills they are. Uh, And, you know, we're, we're doing it. If we're hiding our empathy, we're doing it through fear. What they say is that 98% of people have the ability to use empathy. 2% of people due to mental disorder don't have necessarily the capacity for empathy. uh, And that's what studies and research have shown us. So if 98% of us have the ability for, for empathy, it's how we bring that into commonplace and how we help ourselves and, and help others by unlocking it for ourselves to, to be able to, to help others. So how do we improve our empathy and get more empathetic ability? Well, life experience will definitely show us how to have more empathy and more compassion. But again, remember that appropriate response. I always remember this TV series, which was Undercover Boss. And again, there's this disconnect often within a company where we'll think what's going on. We don't actually know. And when the undercover boss goes back in, just comes in as a, you know, frontline entry level employee and they come into the business and suddenly they start to realize everything that someone has to do because they're walking in their shoes. It opens up a big wide world and they've therefore got more appreciation They're much more grateful and they can help other people by ensuring that the decisions that they make, they think twice about them because they know how much they're going to impact that other person on the, on the front line in the organization. So it comes back to education and research and finding out if we can identify and we can notice in ourselves that we're doing something through fear. Remember anger and um, anger and fear are very, very close together. They can end up in explosive situations or very upset fight or flight um, responses. So when that happens, we can notice it. And when we do notice it, we can say, well, why did that happen? What can I do to ensure that that doesn't happen again? How can I help other people if if I have responded in a way that wasn't appropriate? How would it have been better? Or just asking the question, how can I help? what things can I say that are going to help you next time, right? I'll tell you an example. Uh, I was fearing flying and my husband, we never had a conversation about it, um, was quite dismissive of it. Oh, you know, it's nothing to worry about. It was absolutely fine. Oh, you're just being silly. And he didn't realize that that's, that's what was happening. But when I said to him, you know, I, it's okay. I, I just, I know you're not the reassuring person in my life. It's okay. You don't have to be, but I have to help myself, you know, reassure myself or, or, or find other ways to, to get that reassurance. Funny thing is when I expressed that and I wasn't expecting anything, it started to change. 
And the next time that something came on the news that was about a plane crash or about something, instead of telling me not to worry about it, he went, it's okay because those planes don't fly in Europe. Reassuring, knowledgeable information that helped me and put me at ease. So that's how empathy can also help us. But we have to understand it from the other person's perspective. Spend some time. If, if you're not great at being, uh, you know, to resolving customer service complaints, for example, go and spend some time with some people that are or understand it from the customer's perspective. Here are a couple of other ways that you can improve your empathetic ability or unlock your level of empathy and compassion. The first one is to read literacy fiction. So what researchers found is that when people read books such as Harry Potter, as an example, they start to identify with the characters a lot more and have empathy for their specific circumstance. And therefore, then they call themselves wizards. Right. It's a, it's a it's the culture that comes from that understanding of that character. So it can help you to visualize. It can help you to imagine and put yourself into the shoes by reading the stories through other characters quite interesting another way that you can do it is by improving your listening skills listening helps us to understand rather than respond so what are we listening out for we're listening for everything the tone the pitch the words the way that it is said, the body language, um, if not listening, you're listening to the body language in a way or you're observing the body language that can help you to piece together what's happening for that particular person. And lastly, critical thinking. We can improve our critical thinking by Remind mapping all of the people that it affects, all of the circumstances that it would affect. It's about looking at it from a holistic perspective. So if you're about to make a decision or make a change, thinking, well, how is it going to affect or impact all of those people? You may still need to make that decision or, or that, you know, start to action on that particular thing. But understanding what will happen will help you prepare for when somebody calls up and maybe tells you that you shouldn't be doing something or tells you something through fear or lack of understanding. So it helps you to prepare for certain circumstances and situations. So another interesting study on empathy was that empathy is very closely linked with anxiety. Basically, if someone is feeling very stressed or anxious and worried, then they have a very lower level of empathy for others. They can be a little bit more egocentric. It's about their reassurance and how they feel, which is interesting because it makes me think of when I fear flying. So if I'm feeling a little bit nervous, a little bit uncomfortable about the situation, often if I fly with people that I know are even more scared than myself or they are just scared and they're externalizing it I can actually be more empathetic for them and my anxiety disappears very interesting I also remembered watching I'm a celebrity get me out of here and do you remember that Shane and Jordan on the first night had to go in to that uh, sort of pit where they were a lot of snakes and Jordan was 
so scared. Like he was so, so, so petrified. And he was so anxious about the whole thing. And he was saying that he couldn't. And I remember Shane Ritchie coming along and saying, come on, John, it'll be all right. It'll be all right, John. Look, we can do this. And then he's in there and you actually see how scared Shane actually is. But he's managed to reassure Jordan and convince Jordan to do it. He's pushed his own anxiety aside because he can see that somebody else needs more help and support from him. Really interesting because as the series went on and as the program continued, you could actually see how scared Shane Ritchie was of snakes. But when he had to help somebody else and he worked harder to help somebody else, then his anxiety and his fear was a lot less. Very, very interesting. So that is the discussion on empathy. I hope that it's given you food for thought some real value in how you can unlock that within yourself or help other people to understand it remember just like this pandemic that we've all been through you know we're in the same storm but we're in different boats and it's understanding what is going on within that boat and taking the time to ask those questions and put yourself in that scenario or investigate that scenario so that you truly understand how it is going to affect somebody let's all have a little bit more empathy and compassion. Thanks for listening to the Emotioneering podcast with me, Melissa Curran, today. It's been great. Remember to subscribe to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or all three. You can also come to the website, modernmindgroup.com, where you can subscribe there, stay in contact, and let us know what you really think. Give us the feedback. This is going to get better by knowing what you think. Uh, Has this given you food for thought? Has it helped you change something? What has it inspired? Let us know because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. (laughs) Have a great day and ciao for now.